One of my favorite movies and books of all time is the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Now, there's a famous exchange in this book between Mr. Beaver, Lucy, and Susan, and Mrs. Beaver. When Susan asks if Aslan the lion is safe, Mr. Beaver responds, Safe? Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Aslan the lion is the most dangerous creature in all of Narnia. And that's good, because he is good, and he's the king. Now, the reason I say that is because today, I think society is pressuring men to be safe. I call it to be tame. And this isn't the way we were designed as men. When we allow an attitude of being tame to envelop us, we lose part of who we should be as men. Today, we're going to find out the dangers associated with being a tame man in today's show. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm glad you joined me this week, because this week we're talking about the dangers of tame men. Now, when I think of a tame animal, I think of myself as a kid when I used to go to the zoo or I lived in Marietta, Georgia for a while as a, as a small child. And we went to a thing called, I think it was called Lion Country Safari. And to me, it was the ultimate because you got to drive your car through where the animals were. So you could like see them in that way. Now, there was one thing I was a little depressed about is they kept the lions and the tigers and the other animals away from the other animals. I, I wanted them there. I wanted to see them take them down and like eat them in front of everybody. But of course, they wouldn't do that. And that probably would have traumatized me and every other child in the greater metro Atlanta area. But it was a zoo. And zoos are cool. Zoos are great. They're fun to go to. You get to see animals you don't normally see. But as an adult, I went to Kenya. And they took us out on a safari. Now, when you're on a safari, it's very different when you see animals up close. When you see a rhino that's kind of looking at the vehicle you're in like he's about to charge you, that's a little scarier than seeing a rhino in the zoo. We actually had that happen. The guy started backing up because the rhino looked like he was going to come after us. We also saw cheetahs just lazing around under a tree, which that's what they do. They run very fast, eat, and then just sleep the rest of the time. I guess they're authentic cats that way. And then we saw a lion. Now, one of the cool, coolest things about seeing a lion was that we saw a lion after he had eaten. We don't know where the animal was he had eaten, but his belly was full. He had blood on his mane, and he was just walking. We drove right up next to him. He didn't care. He didn't care about us or anything else. And there's just something about seeing an animal that's out there in the wild. It's very different from looking at them in the zoo. Now, animals in the zoo, they have a good life. They really do. Everything is provided for them. All they do is eat and hang out. And they have fun. A lot of times they're put in these environments that are really cool and neat. And it's great to see them in there because they get good care, they have vets visit them, they, they make sure they're healthy and strong and all that, but they're in a zoo. It's not their natural place. It's not really what they were created for. Now, there's nothing wrong with zoos, but that's just not where the animal was really created to be. 
And there's something different between a tame animal in the zoo and one out in the wild. It's the same with men today. You see, we have a problem as men. Many of us have allowed ourselves to be tamed. We've essentially given up on the natural wild side of ourselves, that part of us that, that kind of takes chances and does things. Now, when I say a wild side, I don't mean you have to go be crazy and go be stupid, but it does apply to men. There's a certain wild side to every man, no matter their personality. There's that part of a man that wants to conquer, that part of a man that wants to win, that part of a man that does those things. And I think our society, we've allowed it to tame us because men are doers. And we need the men who were doers to live that out. Our society needs it. Our families need it. And a society of tame men, it's a society headed toward destruction. We're seeing that today, and we've seen it in the past. Now, why is it bad for a man to be tame? Well, a tame man lives in a cage. A tame man has quit. And a tame man stifles his abilities. All right, the first thing we want to talk about is how tame men live in cages. A tame man lives in a cage. Every man who's tame actually has put himself in a cage. And the bad thing is we get used to it. You see, men in a cage, it's just not good. It takes away our ability to be men. It takes away our ability to reach our full potential. Why is that? Why is being in a cage not good for us? And I don't mean like a literal cage. I'm talking about just a cage over your life and who you are. Well, there's a few reasons. Caged men seek comfort. You see, when a man is caged, he focuses on comfort. What's best for him? And comfort becomes the basis for all his decisions. It's just like animals in the zoo. They live their life in comfort. Everything's taken care of for them. And for a lot of men, that's the way they want to live their life. They, they go through it every day thinking, okay, um, is this going to make me comfortable? Is this uncomfortable? And if something is worth it to them, it's worth it based on, is it going to be hard? And that's not the way we're designed to be as men. You see, men shouldn't just live for comfort. Now, now comfort's not bad. You know, it's not wrong to have comfort. I mean, I live in the South and I love air conditioning. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. I can't imagine not living with it. So, so comfort's not a bad thing. But is comfort the foundation for every decision in your life? That's when it becomes bad. That's when you realize I'm in a cage because comfort becomes the reason you do everything. You see, if men don't push themselves, if they don't stretch, they'll never get out of what we call the comfort zone. And for a lot of men, that comfort zone becomes life-encompassing. It's everything to them, and all their decisions are based on it. Because if something is too much work, a guy who's tame just says, nah. And the reason that is, is because tame men have caged themselves, and they want comfort above everything else. Now, cage men also expect provision. They expect things to really kind of come to them. You know, animals in a zoo, they don't work for their food. It's given to them. 
even if they maybe have to do a little bit of work, you know, to jump up and get the meat or something like that, or I guess the dolphins have to jump up to get fish, um, that's still, it's, it's really not that hard. And a caged man, a man who's tame and has kind of caged himself in, he expects things to just happen. They don't want to work. They don't want to take chances. And they think in a lot of ways that they should just get paid because they're there. You know, I've worked different jobs over the years and I've come across guys who they don't really want to work. They just want to show up and get paid. They don't want to put the time in. They just want to do as little as possible and then just make some money. Because to them, you know, it's an honor to pay them. You know, they shouldn't have to work. And we see this playing out with a lot of young men today. A lot of young men have grown up with so much handed to them that they, they kind of expect life to hand them everything. And what's happened is they've become tame and they've caged themselves in and they expect someone to just show up with their food. You see, tame men expect to get stuff without hard work or risk. And that's just not reality. A man who's tame has caged himself in, and caged men assign blame. Now, now caged men sometimes will be honest about the fact that they're caged, but they'll put the blame somewhere else. They'll say things like, hey, you know, it's not my fault. You know, they blame others or they blame the man. You know, society's against me. Nobody wants me to do anything. Everybody's out to get me. My mom didn't do this or that. My dad didn't do this or that. Now, here's the truth. Some of those things may be realities. There may be some things set up against you. Maybe you didn't have the best home life growing up. Maybe your dad wasn't there. Maybe your parents didn't have a lot of money or whatever. There's always reason to blame but what we do as men is we move past the blame and we do something about it. I've seen men who even blame their past selves. And what they do is they say, well, you know, when I was in my 20s, I did stupid stuff. Well, okay, who, who didn't? Everybody did stupid stuff in their life. But what they do is they take that stupidity that they did in the past and they use it as an excuse for right now. Well, because I did something stupid, you know, that's why I'm living the way I am now. So in other words, I'm not really responsible for what I did now. It's the past me that did this. So even then, they're shifting blame. A man who's caged, which every tame man is, they shift blame. And their favorite words are, hey, it's not my fault. Now, a tame man is put in a cage, and caged men sometimes will seek an escape. You see, caged men will get a sense that they're caged. And what they'll do is they'll try to get away. They may not recognize their own tameness as the cause of the cage. You know, they think it's something out there. There's something out there that's going to fix me. You know, you may have seen guys like this. They kind of go through life and they know something's wrong. Something's just not clicking. And instead of looking within, instead of figuring out what's going on within their life, they just try to run away from it. They escape through mental or virtual escapes. And some guys literally escape. You know, there are guys who suddenly up and leave and run away from their family and just abandon everybody. You see, those are guys who were living in a cage. And they think by getting away from their life, they're going to get away from the cage. But that's just not true. You see, those kind of men, wherever they go, 
the cage is going to go along with them. So we don't want to be a tame man because a tame man has put himself in a cage. All right, the second danger of being a tame man is a tame man has quit. Tame men are men who've just kind of quit life. They're not out there seeking to live their ultimate adventure, to be at their full potential. They kind of say things like, you know, what's the use? They make excuses like we talked about. Everyone's against me, or I'm unlucky, or the classic, if coach had just put me in. Now, the funny thing is I've coached some men and seen this in their attitude. What they do is they bring things up and they always have an excuse ready. They've kind of quit trying. And when you bring that up to them, you say, hey, it looks like you're not doing this, you're not doing that. They say, well, yeah, but it's because of this, that, and the other. So instead of really looking at it, they're just really good at coming up with their own excuse, with the reasons they've quit. You know, and that's the biggest issue with coaching men overall. I've, I've talked to a lot of men. I've spoken to men's groups. I've spoken at all kinds of things. And I'll have men come up to me and, you know, man, this stuff is really good for those guys who need it. And what's funny is for men, it's always someone else. You know, when you talk about their life, they're like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. And we see this because a lot of men have just kind of stopped. They've, they've kind of become tame. So they quit in a lot of areas. Now, what do they quit in? Well, tame men, they just quit trying. They settle and they don't try to learn new things. They don't try to go. They just kind of, I'm, I'm good. I've done enough. They don't seek to change. And what happens is these kind of men get bothered by anything that messes with their routine. To them, routine is king. I know what to expect. I know what's going on. And if anything throws their routine off, they get really, really upset. Why? Because they don't want to try new things. They don't want to do new things. They've got their routine. They're set. They don't want anything else to change. And that's just not life. Life's not like that. A lot of guys who've quit trying develop a fatalistic attitude. They kind of get that whole, you know, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. And so what they do is they live with that attitude. And a lot of guys will look at him and say, man, he's just real laid back. You know, he's real easygoing. You know, he says, hey, man, whatever, whatever will be. And, and I understand some people are more laid back than others. But you don't want to be so laid back that you quit. You don't want to be so laid back that you quit trying. And you don't want your personality as a man to be your excuse to not really push yourself and to try. Now, a lot of men who become tame have quit engaging. You know, a lot of men have really, they've tamed themselves so they stop growing and engaging in their relationships. They've reached a comfortable place with their wife, with their children, with whoever. And they say, okay, I like it like this. This is the way I want it to be. And what happens is kids grow up, kids change. And, and a lot of guys, when their dads, they get upset. You know, they've really enjoyed maybe the elementary years of their kids. And so their kids move into junior high and high school and they get mad. They're like, I didn't want anything to change. So what do they do? A lot of times they blame their child. 
They blame the school system. They blame everything else when really they need to look at themselves and maybe see that they haven't grown. They've stopped engaging in that relationship because they want it to stay the same. I've seen a lot of men do this with their wives. You know, they they get to a certain point in the relationship where they kind of figure out their life. They figure out their life together. And the guys are like, okay, that's good. This is the way it should be. I don't want it to change. I don't want it to grow. I don't, I like it just like this. So what happens is they don't really seek to grow in their relationship with their wife. They don't grow anymore. And the danger is a lot of couples have gotten used to that. So a lot of wives, they start looking for friendships outside, looking for things outside the marriage. And then when their kids grow up and leave, the couple realizes we have nothing in common. And they start to blame each other. And that's a problem. And men who are like this, when they've quit engaging in relationships with their children or their wives, they kind of say, hey, why can't things just be like they were? And again, it goes back to routine. They thrive on the routine of relationships, not so much the, the schedule routine, but they just want relationships to be like they were. Now, a lot of guys who've become tame have really quit dreaming for themselves. They find it easier to vicariously live through others. And this is how it kind of manifests itself for these guys. They don't dream for themselves. They dream through others. We see it in sports teams or gaming. I've seen guys who get so into their sport or so into their game that they'll literally cry if their team loses. They'll throw controllers up against the wall. Now, I'm not saying sports or gaming or whatever are bad. No, they're, they're fine. But you've got to be careful that those things don't become our purpose. Where your whole life is dreaming about a sports team or dreaming about, you know, some game and reaching some goal. And a lot of these guys, what they do is once they have children, the focus of their children is to create little mini-me's of themselves or to put their dreams into their kids. And so what do they do is they, they push their kids toward other things that they wish they had done. You know, I didn't play sports, so I want my child to play sports. Or I did play sports, so I want my child to play sports. And they make up all kinds of excuses. Oh, it's so they'll get a scholarship. It's for this or it's for that. And some of those things may be valid. But the truth is, for a lot of men, they're just vicariously living through their children because they've become tame. So they've, they've kind of quit trying to dream for themselves. So they've turned their dreams into their child. And that's a dangerous place to be because it gives your child the power over your life, the power over your dream. And plus, a lot of guys who do this, they stop looking at their children as individuals. They stop looking at their child's natural abilities or gifts, and they only look at them as, what is this child doing to make me feel good about myself? If that happens, that means you've become a tame man. The third danger of being a tame man is a tame man stifles his abilities. 
The reality of being tame is something that men, a lot of guys realize it deep in their gut. They know that they're not living to their full potential. And so some of these guys, they have, uh, you know, what might be considered a legitimate excuse. And it's a reality. Some of them have been hurt. Some of them have been burnt really bad, or they failed in their own life. And these are all legitimate things that have happened to them. I'm not, I'm not trying to take away what's happened, but they've allowed themselves through those circumstances to become tame. And what we have to do as men is fight the move toward being tame. Because being tame feels safe. And it feels like, okay, I, you know, like we talked about earlier, we got into a routine. We know what life's going to give us. And when you're not tame, you kind of don't know what all's out there sometimes because you're on an adventure, which I think that's the natural place for men to be. Now, that doesn't mean that you live some kind of crazy outlandish life. You see, a lot of men who are living those type of lives, they're actually compensating for their own lack on the inside. What, what really sometimes is their own entertainment. They recognize it and they're angry at it. And instead of going within and trying to figure out why, they just do the opposite in their actions to, to kind of keep people from figuring out what's going on inside them. So you'll see men do this. They'll, they'll act like the tough guy. You know, the bullies are often like this. Men who are bullies are really trying to deny maybe some of the things they see in themselves. So they act it out with other people. They act all tough. Or guys who are, you know, all about sexual conquest. So they're out there trying to sleep with every woman they can. A lot of those men, they're just trying to overcompensate for what's going on inside of them or what's not going on. And then sometimes the men's just the know-it-all. You know, they've always got the word to say. They can tell you everything. They don't really listen to anybody because they know all the answers. You may know guys like that. You may have been that guy. You know, I think we've all been there in one form or fashion. But here's the deal. When a man is tame, he stifles his own ability. He stifles how he was created to live. And really, he stifles the way he was designed to live. Because here's what happens. Tame men stifle their own future. You see, to live with a future, to have a future, it takes vision. It takes work. And a lot of men, we're just naturally visionary. You know, a lot of men are optimists, but you don't have to be an optimist. Men are really good at looking kind of to the future, kind of looking ahead and, and seeing and, and kind of looking at what could be. You know, I'm a football fan of a team Mississippi State. And, you know, Mississippi State is not a national championship contender. Um, they just aren't. And, and we keep thinking this will be the year. You know, it's funny. You know, every year I get excited about the football season. Every year I'm like, you know, this could be the year. And I've said that over and over again, and I probably will. Every year, I'll get excited about the football season. I'll have hope and I'll have a natural vision for it of what could be. But, you know, there is some reality that sometimes hits. But that's just men. We're like that. And what happens is men who are tame, they kind of stifle that vision of the future. They kind of get that attitude of, you know, hey, I'm good. You know, I don't really want to change. I just want things to stay the same. Again, I'm going to talk about routine. 
The danger of routine is when it becomes all you live for. And so men who are like this, when they've kind of gotten rid of their future, they're not really looking at it. They live in survival mode. They don't really think about their future, where they're headed in life. They don't look at the big picture. They just want to get through this week. They just want to get through this day. And that's how a lot of guys are. And what they're doing is they're stifling their own future. And, and tame men also stifle their dreams. Now, we talked about that a little earlier about dreaming through people. But a lot of tame men stifle their dreams for themselves. They become that creature of routine because a routine feels safe and secure. Now, it's not, but it feels that way. And that's how a lot of men are living today. That's how a lot of men are choosing to live. So they don't allow themselves to dream. And there may be legitimate reasons why they've never really wrestled with their purpose, their dreams or things like that. They may have been hurt. They may have been burnt. But every man, I think, to become the man he's designed to be has to go through some wrestling, wrestling within himself, wrestling with his own purpose. You know, I think of a character from the Bible. His name is Jacob, and he literally wrestled with God because he was wrestling through his purpose. He thought he was about to die, and he had to wrestle through that. And I think every man who really wants to grow and become the way he was designed to be has to wrestle. And a lot of men, they're afraid. They're afraid of wrestling and struggling with their dreams because they think, what if I don't reach my dream? What if I don't get what I dream for? And then the other side is a lot of tame men just live in their dreams. They spend their time dreaming, but not really working to bring those dreams to pass. Or maybe they started and stopped, started and stopped. Now, I'm not saying life doesn't have a lot of ups and downs. It really does. And you got to keep pushing through it, though. And that's where a lot of men do. They realize, hey, I failed at this or this messed up. Okay, well, what are you doing to keep pushing? What are you doing to keep growing? What are you doing to keep realizing your full potential? And that's what we have to understand. Sometimes we dream things. You know, when you're 15 years old, you dream a lot of stuff. Why? Because you're a kid. You don't understand anything. You're kind of goofy. You don't know how life works. And as you get older, those dreams maybe change. And we think, oh, I gave up my dreams. No, no, no. You didn't give them up. You got smart and you matured. And so what happens is you begin to find out, okay, I did dream this, but why did I dream that? What's the point of that? And then you begin to find a new dream, that dream that fits your purpose, your life, because you're maturing, you're learning yourself. And when a tame man doesn't push himself, he's never going to find that dream. He'll always look back and say, well, I had a dream at 15, but I gave up on it. Well, nobody's normally going to get their 15-year-old dream. Some people do because they know exactly what they want to do and they work toward it. But a lot of us as men, we grow, we mature, and we figure out what's really important and we figure out ourselves. And that's why we want to keep dreaming and you want to push yourself to dream. Because if you don't, you're, you're in danger of becoming a cynic. And that's how a lot of men are. A lot of men today, they're just cynics. They kind of have an excuse for everything. And they want to spread it to everyone else. Have you ever noticed that? When you're around a guy who's just cynical, no matter what you say, no matter what you bring up, oh, that won't work. That can't work. Can't and won't are their favorite words to say. 
Why is that? Because they want their cynicism to be spread because it justifies their life. They always expect the worst. Now, they may have been hurt. They may have some legitimacy in what they're saying, but they're cynics. And cynics are only happy when everybody around them is just as cynical as they are. And a lot of men who are tame, they become cynics. And, and what they've done is they've not stopped themselves from dreaming. They've stopped themselves from growing. They've stifled their life and they've just become cynics about everything else. Okay, gentlemen, closing out the show today, your call as a man isn't to be safe. Safety and security, that's a fantasy. None of us are ever going to reach that point in life. But you know what? You can be good. You can be a man who isn't safe, but you can be good. You can be a man who uses his life to make a difference in others. So you don't want to live your life just seeking safety. You don't want to live your life being tame. What you want to do is live a life that leaves a legacy. By you reaching your full potential, you can help other men reach their full potential. You can literally change society by changing your life, which will change your family, which will change future generations. That's the power of a man who isn't safe, but he can be good. And what you want to do is fight tameness. Don't allow yourself to become a tame man. Because tame men, they live in cages. They're going after comfort. They expect others to provide for them. They're, they're always blaming others or they're seeking to just kind of escape from life. Tame men have also just quit. They've quit trying. They've quit engaging. They, they quit dreaming for themselves. And tame men also stifle. They stifle their future. They stifle their own dreams, their own abilities. So what we want to do as men is let's agree together to realize our own full potential, to fight that tame man persona society is trying to lay on us. I want to challenge you. Don't be a safe man. Be a good man who makes a difference in the world. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me